Simplified Chaos, Episode 11. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. wonderful friends. Welcome back or hello if you are new and welcome to me and my husband's podcast. I am Jillian and I'm with Nick, my husband. What's going on, folks? (laughs) I'm a little hyped up on caffeine, so don't mind me. It's been a three coffee morning for me, so let's Mm. get at it. Yay! What are we covering today, Jilly? Today's episode is all about seasons of life and I am really excited about this topic because We all go through it, and we're just going to share typically where we are in our seasons of life and just maybe to help you get a better understanding of where you are and just to let that chaos in and see where it guides you and just, you know, plan it and just accordingly and just embrace it. So I'm excited to to talk about, you know, where we are now and how it's changed and, yeah, maybe help you guys think about where you are in your season of life. Lots of changes in the last year for us, and can't wait to dive into that, but... Before we get into that, do, do you hear that? Uh, do you hear it? Lucille's not crying. No, she's not. She's not with <laughs> us today, but I hear some gratitude. You do? Yeah. Okay. What are you grateful for, Jill? Switching gonna, it up on you. Ah, you are. Yeah. I am grateful for our date night on Friday night. That was a good date night. Because the place that we went, went to um, was in Baltimore, and it's called Gunther & Company. So shout out to Gunther & Company. We sat at the bar, and it's like a really long, huge, oval-shaped bar, and they have great oysters. So we started off with some fresh oysters, which I haven't had since pre-pregnancy. So I was like, you know, watering at the mouth. Like You went at them like a bull. <laughs> you saw that red. I and know. And you were like, mm. And it's an aphrodisiac, too. So, well, you know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just like the perfect date night. Like, not only was the food good, and the service was amazing, and the cocktails were delicious... But when they brought out, so our birthdays were not that long ago, and they're a week apart, so they brought out their homemade ice cream cake for us. And when the cake came out at the same time, if anybody knows Labyrinth and David Bowie, the star of Labyrinth, they played that song, The Power of the Babe, in the restaurant, the same time they're bringing out her cake. And I'm just like freaking out. I'm like, no way, no effing way they're playing this song right now. And I'm looking around to see if anybody else notices that they're playing this song because I'm geeking out and I'm like dancing and singing and no one noticed but me. Well, that's because no normal adult has watched The Labyrinth in the last 30 years. I, I, I don't know about that. I think there are a lot more I watched more, it for the first time last year fans. and I, I don't get the hype, but... Like I'll you let have, you have your thing here. Uh, Jareth. I mean, David Bowie. His sure. junk is beautiful, <laughs> and his mullet is fantastic. It's just, he's a majestic beast. Did he pull the sock trick in that one? He, I think he just pumped it up. Okay. I don't know. Like a little air yeah. pump in there. He pulled the Marky Mark. But anyway, like food, company, our conversation was amazing, and then just freaking laughing. Yeah, I mean, the people oh. next to us know all about our sex lives, too, now. Did we talk a lot about our sex lives? At the beginning. <laughs> I don't think they were paying attention, but it was fun. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not either. Mm. I didn't. I would have been like, Jill, quiet down. We can't talk about this. <laughs> and I do. T- that. I do tend to get louder when I drink, but I only had two cocktails, so I was okay. Yeah, but she was before she had her first or- oyster. She was already feeling it. I know. I hadn't eaten in a yeah. couple hours before then. But anyway, so fun. that is. I am truly grateful for our date night at Gunther and Company. It was a magical night. 
It was good. It was. I, I really enjoyed myself. So what about you? I'm curious. So I am grateful for family CPAs. Family CPAs. Certified public accountants. Oh, yes. I know. This Shout is out the cousin. Hey, cousin Kara. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, you know, I used to do TurboTax and it just sucks. And I think, um, you know, we, we learned a couple of lessons this go around with your cousin, especially about getting receipts for donations. We were really bad at that. Yeah, we, we were bad at that. So we donated a lot this year, got zero evidence of it. And so... <laughs> we're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she gave us a lot of good information so that we're going to make some adjustments this year. And obviously, we're still kind of going through things in our house. And I'm sure there's going to be more things that we're going to donate. So we've got our ducks in a row here. We know it, what we're doing. This is another thing they should teach in school, like how to get I, your tax but stuff you know what? together. I, I knew better and but was just like really lazy it. about it this year. I know, but it doesn't help to like, you know, teach those life skills that you're going to need every yeah. single year. And I never learned about tax stuff. Right. And if I did, it was probably an elective and it was a joke. You know, oh, it yeah. was fun and no one really took it seriously. But even in college, well, taxes like, are taxation stuff. Well, okay. No, no, I'm, I'm going I there. I know. I should have brought up the education but kind of, but, but going to the tax thing, we're going to a fundraiser tonight to support cystic fibrosis. We are. And your sister was really nice enough to buy our tickets at $75 a pop. She needs to save the receipt. Yes, That's we'll, a write-off we'll, for next we'll year. So tax lesson right there. I'm bringing it all back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm truly grateful for your cousin for She's doing our taxes every year. We're, we're learning a lot, but it's also just a burden that we don't have to worry about. We just have to worry about collecting the documents, scanning them, and sending them over to her, and she takes care of the rest. True tat. Yeah. Thanks, Kara. We love you. <laughs> so let's jump into the seasons of life. I think this is going to be a fun one. I think this is going to be one where a lot of our audience is going to learn a lot about themselves. Absolutely. And obviously, I think, you know, the, the whole point of our podcast is to help people learn about themselves, to make adjustments in life and to obviously simplify life's chaos. So and I think we learn a lot just by talking about it on the podcast episode. Sure. Even so. pre-planning the, the podcast, we're asking each other questions to, to get ourselves to think and it really does force us to think about where we are in life, where we were, where we're going. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to cover today. But before we dive in, dive into that, uh, Jill, I wanted to ask you, how would you define or describe seasons of life? Um, well, I believe just as the earth has seasons, I think our own life cycle has its own seasons. And I know transformation is a natural part of life. So I feel like it's seasons of life is an important component of our evolution and i know my hands are out right now I look like i'm flying i don't know why my hands are out right now i never talk with my hands but i look like t-rex or something um so i just this good think, radio right here <laughs> you can see what jill's doing just painting a picture of what i look yeah. like i feel like i look like kind of an uh some kind of dinosaur um i just think it's it's life's rhythms and changes and you know uh i don't know it just like it's just like the world like there's changes in the seasons and we have to flow with it naturally and not naturally and effortlessly. But I feel like if we go with the changes, there's less chaos. Right. But if we resist the changes and fight against them, then that's when struggle and stress and, 
negativity and all those nasty things that can make life pretty sad and depressing come in. Um, I don't know if that was a good description or not, but that's just how I feel about it. No, and typically for these kind of questions, I would probably do some research and, and figure it out, but I wanted to get an organic definition for me, what I think it is. And what I came up with, it's very short. It's basically understanding your environment and making adjustments. That's way more uh, concise than mine was. (laughs) I rambled on for a while. But that's how I feel is your environment is always changing, whether it's the home you live in, the people you surround yourself with, your job, family events or whatever. That that environment is always changing. It's never going to be status quo. And the ability to make adjustments to your environment, I think, is what helps people thrive and it helps them embrace quote unquote the season of life that they're in so that was just kind of my off the head kind of giving it a deep thought jack handy deep thoughts um and that's what i came up with and i feel like if you think and i've thought this in the past if you feel like your life hasn't changed or you don't feel like you're changing i feel like then you're not really aware of your surroundings as carefully as you could be right because the world is constantly changing. Our environment is it constantly is. changing. Every day Quickly. is different. Every minute is different. So if we're not aware of our surroundings and present in every mm-hmm. single day, then we're missing that opportunity to change. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of distractions and, and ultimately a lot of people don't really take time you know, daily. And it doesn't have to be daily, but you know, at least often to just reflect where you are at life. You know, How are things going? What can you do differently to make things better? And actually have that true reflection of, you know, what's going on in my life right now and how can I make adjustments to that? And I think if people really sat down and you know, just thought about it for you know, 10 minutes, it can you can be surprised about what you feel like you're doing wrong and, and how you can improve. And, and then you go out and you do it and you make those improvements and you're living a better life. I feel like if you're not aware of even how your body feels, then you got to slow your life down. Yeah. Like there is a huge distraction from what's really important and you need to you know recalibrate or recalculate and you know look at your life and figure out what do i need to change so i'm aware of how i'm feeling and thinking mm-hmm. and i think that's almost like a daily thing i think we do it daily we just don't sit down and you know say we're meditating it's right but i feel like we do that like it might be on i know i do a lot of my reflection and just thinking of where we are in our in our current situation in our season of life is when i drive to work because i have a long commute mm-hmm. i'm just by myself with my thoughts and that's almost like my meditation scary to say i'm meditating in the car while i'm driving but to me that's where i get a lot of my reflection mine's in the shower really that's five minutes but that's good enough for me like it it, i either reflect about what's going on in my life or i'll come up with a great idea for content for work like that's just how i i think and then when i'm in the car it's usually listening to podcasts and i'm focusing on on growth or Mm -hmm sports or whatever it is I'm listening to at that point. But I think my best work's in my shower, in the shower. And I feel like more people can quote unquote meditate or think about their current, just be aware of where they are in the world. And it doesn't have to be called meditation. I feel like meditation's a very uh, strong word. And yeah, it's just taking a little bit of time in your day to just, you know, feel where you're at. Yeah. And I wanted to go back because one of those things, a time when I wasn't really self-aware, and it was something that we covered in our marriage episode in episode nine, was when I was stressed and, and really didn't reflect on it. I was thinking, you know, how are we going to bring money in? You had a lot of distractions it was taking just, you away from that. You know, I, I think I could have handled that much better. I could have communicated much better with you. 
I could have probably should have gotten out of that job a little bit earlier than when I did. Um, but you know, you look back on it, it's, it's a lesson learned. If something like that were ever to come up again, I would know how to handle that correctly. But if you didn't go through that struggle, you never would have made that, you know, that growth. And I feel like we've all gone through those periods of our life and some might be in there now where it's just so fast paced that you're not even thinking about where you are in the world. It's just, you're just doing, right. You're just doing stuff, doing things, buying stuff. And you've kind of lost that sense of where you are and, you know, what brings true meaning to you and what you want, what you want out of life. I know it sounds very cliche, but I feel like it's so true. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to wear my socks the right side way. I just realized my socks are inside out. <laughs> what yeah, is that? I have, I don't know. It's just a funny joke. Oh, yeah. All right. So I have a question for you. Okay. Shoot. If you, before we talk about our season of life, if you could describe the season of life that you're in, in one word, what would that word be? So, I'm going to give this some thought here, but I, I have it. You do? Yes. Okay. Growth. 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 In the last year, I've had to do a lot of growing. I've been in, this is now my third job. I guess maybe about last year and a half. This is my third job that I've had, and I've had to make some adjustments. And I'm also a new dad. Had to make some adjustments there. <laughs> and so I feel like right now... Personally, I'm in probably the largest growth development for myself than I've been since maybe I was in high school. I've learned a lot about myself, and I feel like I'm doing things a lot differently now. I'm being more open. I'm communicating better. And part of it is just some of the challenges that of, of, of being a parent for the first time. Mm-hmm adjusting with with our season of life and, and you know where, what we've done and, and where we're at but more importantly you know when you go into a new job you have to learn a new industry like i was in an it industry before which i knew a little yeah i know a lot about mobile phones and stuff like that like i'm, <laughs> I'm into that kind of technology but i didn't know anything about like networks and how they work and, and about that either. you know telecommunications electronic security systems like i had to learn about that so that i could effectively um you know sell our services to to other companies or to work with other companies uh, at the same time i'm now in a new field where it's employee assistance programs and wellness and well-being programs completely and that's something field. completely new and i'm in charge of doing content for them so i have to learn this stuff pretty quickly and understand the message that the company wants to get across, how they want to get across it. And so I have to really get in the heads of the people who are is the leadership of this company so that I am conveying the message that they want their audience to have, but also provide, you know, my background and, and my expertise and saying, you know, I like your idea, but I would do things this way. So it's I think right now for me it's just a, a, a rapid growth um, that I'm going through at this stage. And I like thinking of, you know, I think when we hear the, the term growth spurts, we always think of kids. Yeah. But I absolutely think everything that applies to kids applies to adults. Adults should be going through growth spurts. Sometimes they're really big. Sometimes they're really small. And I think as in a relationship, when you're going through the really large growth spurts, I kind of balance out by maybe not going. Like sometimes you're going through bigger growth spurts than I am, which is kind of nice because I can kind of keep things calmer, tamer. And mm-hmm. where there may be a lot of new chaos in your life, you're trying to balance that out where I can kind of control the other part of our personal yeah. life. So you, but, but you have kind of have a double whammy, personal growth spurts and professional growth spurts at the same time, it's, it's which I never thought on. of. So 
I just want to thank you for being awesome at home still too, because no that is actually, a, I didn't think about that. Well, I was stuck between growth and the other one I had was resilience, but mm. I feel like resilience was probably something a little bit earlier. Like I think I experienced resilience in my twenties. Yes, uh, I would agree. And, and, and with, with just kind of the, the things that were going on with me in my 20s. But uh, right now, I think, you know, the biggest thing is is just that I am learning a lot, taking in a lot, and trying to apply that to my everyday life, whether it's raising Lucille, whether it's bringing that, those skill sets to the new job, planning for our future at and the same time. And you're learning new so, stuff for podcasting, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and that's, I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, I mean, this has been a whole undertaking in itself is, Okay, we want to put on a podcast, but how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> like, what what does that take? And and you know, luckily in December we had a little bit of a lull period where we really just kind of said, "Hey, we're doing this," and we put the pedal to the floor and we, we watched videos. We found out what equipment we needed. We did the research. We ordered it, and then end of December we're like, "Let's let's do this." Yeah, I was like, "Let's, let's give this talk. a try. Let's and, just do it." Nick. Yeah, and we had <laughs> we no idea how it was forever. gonna, you know. I feel like we're doing pretty good. Um, we're doing and, fabulous. And you know what? I love this. We're going to keep doing it yeah. no matter what. Even if you guys hate it, we're going to keep doing oh. it. No. We hope you guys love it. But yeah, this is a lot fun. Of great feedback and, and that's what. And I'm really enjoying it. And I feel like, you know, if anything, it's helping you and I communicate more and mm-hmm. learn a little bit more about ourselves. So if, if it's not helping anybody else, at least it's helping us. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Growth. But I, I hope that. we are helping you guys. I really do. What about you, Jill? How would you describe your season of life? Enough about me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> wow. Well, it just opened my eyes to everything that you are learning. And now I'm like, I'm even more grateful. Are you reevaluating? For, yes. I'm okay. Just, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't know about. I like about surprising your, you. A lot of things I don't know about your professional life. And because I'm not at work with you and I don't think about the content that you have to learn. And, you know, I just want to say how fabulous of a job you're doing at home, too. So, thank you. Thank you. I think um, you're doing a pretty kick-ass job yourself. I, I do my best. Um, <laughs> so this season of life, the word that I chose was healing. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, so giving birth in June, postpartum recovery. Month nine. Wow. So this is almost nine months. Um, it's been a long journey. And I was looking back, I did a blog post about the day in a life of me when it was three weeks postpartum. And man, I still couldn't walk that well. <laughs> and it just involved feeding Lucille, feeding me, feeding Lucille, feeding me, maybe a nap, maybe not. Yeah, a nap. you didn't get very it many was naps. Netflix maybe was in the, the swing of things. And it was just extremely slow. And I, I felt like. I was maybe going a little bit crazy just because nobody talks about postpartum a lot and I didn't know what to expect and if what I was going through was quote unquote normal. Well, and you were also go, go, go before postpartum. Even during pregnancy, you were go, go, go. I feel like you really need to prepare your mindset if you're the type of person who's going in a bunch of directions and you know, wants to keep active and then all of a sudden you have a baby and it's like, holy shit, (laughs) I can't do what I thought I could do before. And then you almost, I want to say you, you think you're doing a bad job because you're not getting as much stuff done as you Mm -hmm. were before. And you're like, dang, is, am I doing this right? Like, I'm not, I feel like I'm unproductive and I'm not as busy as I used to be. But then I realized that some of the things that I was doing, like the busy things 
really was just busy work. It really wasn't adding value to my life. Right. Um, so I feel like right now, nine months, I feel like 90% healed. That's good. Like We're getting there. There's still times I need to see somebody about my pelvic floor. I don't know if any other mamas <laughs> experience this, but man... I'm just going to say it like I laugh and fart sometimes at the same time and I can't control it. And it's really hysterical. And I pee when I run and it's like, all right, I got to see someone professionally and get this thing taken care of. But I mean, sex is amazing now. I'm back, baby. (laughs) I'm walking. I can jog. I can run. I can do everything I did before. I feel so grateful what my body has been through and that I can do all those things again. So any new mamas out there or mamas that are in the chaos of postpartum and are healing, listen to your body, appreciate your body, and just give it what it needs. I know it's hard to listen and slow mm-hmm. things down, but man, once you listen to your body, it rewards you. Absolutely. So that is healing, healing. Healing. I like it. For sure. So go ahead and, and describe for me you know, a typical day for you. Yeah, and... um. I heard a recent podcast. It was called The Art of Simple. And they did a really cool episode just talking about a day in the life. It's like an inventory. And their reasoning is that um, once they talk about their day and reflect on a typical day, they realize a lot of truths about their life and they adjust and kind of edit accordingly Mm -hmm. if they don't like the way their day looks and it's almost like you don't realize how much you're eating or what you're eating until you write it all down same with our budgeting like we didn't know how we were spending until you write it all down holy shit we're spending that much money on date nights so a typical day i wanted to see like what my life looked like now um just to see what season of life i was in now and get a better understanding of where we are and how i can edit or change it accordingly to best fit what we need and what we value and right now typical day i think it'd be a weekday since I mean, five days out of the week, we work. So that's yeah. majority of our week. It's majority of our time. So typically, I wake up around five o'clock. Uh, well, I may wake up in the middle of the night to feed like maybe three o'clock. I feed Lucille. She's anywhere between three and 4.30, I want to say, is when she gets up for a, a quick snack. So well, I'm in bed by now. I feel like I'm in bed by 8.30. You I'm are. In, I'm in bed by eight thirty. Right? Sometimes I'm reading. Sometimes I might be so exhausted that I just pass out. So I'm in bed by eight thirty, and then I may or may not wake up two thirty, three thirty, or I may she may sleep through the night. Uh, and then I wake up at five, and I get ready. Um, I leave the house probably around six. Mm-hmm. My commute's around forty to forty-five minutes, so I get to work around six forty-five, seven. I eat my breakfast. I I may or may not get on Instagram and like post some things for the podcast or for you social may. media. Well, I think most of the time I like to get it done in the morning is yeah. because I listen to podcasts on the ride to work and then I get super inspired and super motivated. And as soon as it's in my head, I want to put that nugget out to everybody else because if it inspires me, maybe that might inspire someone else. And it sets me up for the day. It's like a primer to be my best self. So podcasts um, kind of put me in that really good headspace for the rest of the day. Yeah. I know everyone has their own routines. Um, I wish I had time to like do a little workout before, but because I wake up so early, it's just not realistic for this season of life. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Movement. I like to change. <laughs> yes, I changed the term workout to movement. I feel way less guilty when I say the word movement versus workout. Um, but yeah, so as soon as I get to work, since I am sitting in the car all day, I do like to stand up. So I stand up while I'm eating breakfast. I stand up while I'm posting on Instagram. I'm doing things to prepare for the kids to come to school and I teach second grade. 
And then the kids come to school and, you know, that the teaching day begins. I integrate movement time with the kids. You know, it's almost like a typical school day. We have recess and I force the kids to go outside. I shouldn't say force. They want to go outside. They do. But we are outside every day for 30 minutes. Even if, I mean, if it's, even if there's snow on the ground, I know a lot of teachers aren't out there and they're like, oh no, the kids are going to get wet. And I'm just like, you know what? The kids don't care. The kids are going to be kids and they're so excited to go in the snow. I've just made limitations. Like, all right, if you're going to throw a snowball, just throw it at a tree. Don't throw it at a person (laughs) because, hey, they're working on their throwing skills. They're getting some fine motors. Like there are so many skills. there's some fine major league ready (laughs) players out there. But I'm that teacher that is out there, even if there's snow on the ground. And I mean, I'm monitoring and making sure nobody's getting hurt, but right. they may or may they may or may not get some snow and wet spots on their clothes. But they are so excited to be out there, and so am I. And we need more outdoor time for sure. So, recess. The end of the day, it's around one fifty-five. The kids, our school day is pretty early. It's seven thirty to one fifty-five. So my teaching day is over at two forty-five. We're allowed to leave. Um, so, come home and kind of relieve my mom. My mom's here with Lucille all day. I'm able to chat with her. And now in this season of life, my mom is getting dinner ready for us, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm grateful for her taking some of that responsibility. And she enjoys it. She loves cooking. So she likes preparing whatever we want for dinner. Your mom is a true mom. She loves taking care of people. Like it's it's really cool. And she's rubbed off on you because you're the same way. Oh, and your sister too, both of you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I come home and I'm chit-chatting with mom and it's very slow paced. I'm not rushing to do anything. I may have a cup of coffee with her and just talk about my day and she t- shares with me about what Lucille did during the day and then uh, I sit and play with Lucille. I may take her for a walk if it's nice. You know, I get the stroller out and we go for one nice long walk before it starts getting dark. Yeah. Or we may dance around and I really revolve my afternoons when I come home for work around her. That's and right. I, I, can't, I, hope, I can't wait until it gets lighter later so I can do those walks with you guys. That'd so be awesome. No, nah, I'm looking forward to that too. But go ahead, continue. So like it's very, very slow afternoons after work and evenings and we're just waiting till you get home and when you come home, we have dinner and... We may or may not. Uh, it's actually, nice to be able to eat dinner with you guys again. I know. <laughs> it is. And even if I kind of start dinner I, eating before you come home, yeah, it's still like you're you're going to be home like within five minutes of me starting to eat. Yeah. Sometimes I can't wait and I'm so hungry. <laughs> See, I'm like, I need food. gnawing her, her <laughs> arm off when I get home. Uh, but in this season of life, we don't watch TV during the week at all. There's no, there's no time for it. There and, is none. And we don't want it in our life right now. We just chill with Lucille so Mm -hmm. she eats and we hang out with her as she plays with her toys or um, just kind of rolls around the kitchen which is (laughs) hysterical to see man when she crawls it's going to be or walks it's going to be a whole different season of life and then uh, I feel like I'm getting ready for bed you read stories to Lucille I oh so two days out of the week I do try to get extra movement time in I don't pressure myself on which two days but I try to say like two days during the week I'm either I want to do yoga or I might want to do a hit activity. It's kind of what I'm feeling. Right. I've been like, it's like movement a la carte. I kind of pick what I feel what I want to do. As before, I was like very regimented. I'm going to do this one program. I'm sticking to it and I'm very strict about it. But now I'm like, whatever I'm feeling, I do. Yeah. And I'm grateful that you watch Lucille and I only take maybe, I 
think, max 30 minutes to do a little bit extra movement. And I like it. 40. I need that. A little bit of a long time to, like, fill up. And <laughs> sorry. Sometimes stretching takes longer. I know. Or the music but is just fine. so riveting. I'm like, I got to go a little longer. These 90s jams are awesome. But so, yeah, that's a day in the life for me. So, yeah, I think mine's not similar, but pretty similar. Um, I get up around 630. Um, you've already left the house, but your mom's already here watching Lucille. But usually Lucille's still sleeping. So your mom's downstairs preparing already for dinner, like make a crock pot meal or something like that. So Only on Mondays. Mondays only on, I know, nights. I know. But uh, so then I get up, you know, get ready. And then I'm out of the house by 7.30. Usually by that time, Lucille's woken up and I'll have a few minutes to, you know, hang out with her and, and you know, just either hold her and, and show her how I'm getting ready, you know, from, you know, packing my lunch and all that stuff. And then um, I'm on my way. I have about a 35-minute, 40-minute drive in the morning. So um, I'm not getting as many podcasts in as I was when I was driving to D.C., but I still am getting some some podcasts in, and that's really my drives are all about podcasts. Like whether it's the sports podcast I listen to every now and then. If if Joe Rogan has a good guest, I'll I'll listen to that. I still have my political leaning ones that I listen to as well, but I haven't been listening to them as much. So I have a question for you. Sure. I'm sorry to interrupt your day in the life inventory, but. I have actually slowed down on the number of podcasts I've been listening to because I found I it was almost like overload. It I is. I don't know if it was overload. I don't know if you've experienced that, but sometimes I listen to too many gurus or too many experts in a certain category, and then I overwhelm my mind with trying to... So and that's why I mix in my sports podcast because it's idea. not thinking. Like, that is just yeah. pure entertainment for me. I think, and it's it's yeah. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and most of the time they have good guests, and if they don't, then I, I might forego that. But, you know, I there there's two political ones. That, I have, like, six political ones that I really would love to listen to all the time, but I can't. Like, yeah. there's just not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. So there's two of them where one of them is only a Monday and a Friday taping, thank God. But it's like an, an it's an hour and a half each, so that kind of takes up to you know a, a morning and evening commute. Yeah. Um, and then you know sometimes I have like a five minute walk to my building too, which is actually kind of nice, so I can listen to it when I'm walking into the building. But uh, yeah, I mean there are a lot of podcasts out there, and you know I. I, I say goodbye to the ones that aren't bringing me value or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and then I'll still scroll through and see if there's anything interesting in those. But for the most part, I've got my staples and I stick to them. Okay. So, yeah. I wasn't sure if yeah. um, I know. So I, I think that's another part of season of life. The the topics that we listen mm-hmm. to or want to educate ourselves on have changed. Like I listen to more parenting podcasts, but now as I'm listening to kid podcasts and parenting, I'm realizing that they're, apply to adults as well so it's just kind of synonymous to our life and i'm learning just about how kids develop i'm like oh well this totally applies to us because we're a human too yeah we may not be a baby or a child but this totally applies to our life and i've slowed down on the number of podcasts i've been listening to because i realized it was like information overload so when i drive to work i used to bombard my my commute with podcasts after podcasts Mm -hmm. and now if i a podcast end i just kind of have silence in the you car silence wow yeah no to appreciate silence, silence and just have time with my thoughts and it goes back to that quote-unquote meditation and being aware like it has been truly valuable to me to sit in the car for 20 minutes and just 
think about that information I listen to and yeah. process it and think about how it applies in my life. And I've really slowed down on the podcast episodes and I've been seeing better benefits for me. And I wasn't sure if you had experienced anything like that at all. Yeah. And when you get into podcasting for the first time, like listening to podcasts, you find all these ones and you're yeah. like, I got to listen to them all. And then you excited. realize that there's just not enough hours in the day. So, I mean, it's, it's really finding the ones that bring you value. And we hope this one's one of those ones that are bringing you value. But you know, if it's not, you know, that's, that's fine too. But yeah, I mean, the, again, it does go with the season of life. It's like, you know, okay, this is what I'm, what I have time for. This is what I'm going to listen to. And then you move on. Yeah. And I think it'd be fun to do a podcast episode just about the podcast that have, you know, contributed to yeah our lives and you know, talk a little bit of, about them. And, yeah. yeah. But I'm going off the tracks. So I'm so sorry to interrupt. Um, continue with your day in the life inventory. And then goals. I go to bed. <laughs> no. the end the end no so then i'm at work um my hours right now are, are 8 30 to 5 uh, i'm gonna go a little bit earlier um after i have a little bit more time with the company I, i'd love to do 7 30 to 4 uh even 8 to 4 30 would be nice too uh which i both are available so i just gotta need to see where i'm at in that season of life when it's time to make that change mm-hmm. but right now at work, I have my head down. I'm learning a lot. And I have a lot of uh, content that I need to create. So, I mean, I'm, I'm at my desk pretty much all day or going into meetings. But, I, you know, the coffee machine is on the other side of the building. The bathroom is a good walk. And so I'm getting up and getting some steps in during the day, too. Which some is, movement in. Yes, I'm getting some Proud movement in. Yes. Then I'm home by about, you know, just before 6 o'clock. And, you know, we have dinner. And then I'll do the dishes. Yes. Jill, if she's doing her her workout, mm, I'll watch movement. Lucille and her movement. <laughs> um, even, and, and you know, I make a lot of time for Lucille when I get home too. I probably have you know after eating, I got about an hour, maybe an hour and a half with her before she's going to bed, and so I try to take in that entire time. And I have noticed that she she pays attention to you much more when I'm not around. <laughs> she does. So it's almost a nice thing that I get some a little bit alone time to get some movement in. So that way you can have some quality time and she's just focused on you. Because yeah. if she like smells the nip, like she knows that nipple is near. So <laughs> she hears me, it's like, mom, 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 yep. even if she's not hungry. And it's almost nice that I go away for a little bit. So that way you and her can have some quality time, whether it's reading stories or playing yeah. or. So yeah, I get her ready for bed usually. And then. You know, once uh, once she goes for her final feeding, you and I might be talking about the podcast or our days. You know, we're we're having our adult time conversations, and then basically when when we put her in bed, you're kind of going down to bed too. Mm-hmm. And I'm on her schedule yeah. sleeping. <laughs> and at that point, I'm either you know working on podcast stuff. I might be doing some you know reading for for work, trying to hone my skills. If it's just one night where I just need to watch and, and kind of forget something, you know, I might put on the Caps game or maybe put on something on Netflix, you know, either a documentary or something. I just listened to the Ted Bundy tapes, which was interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I am trying to do things. And like I said, I'm in the growth state season of life. And so a lot of my time after you go to bed is is either working or obtaining more knowledge. And, and so yeah. it's it's very slow evenings right now for us. You know, so we're, we're not slow, we're not out of the evenings. house. We're not we're not running in, around when we get home. However, we know that season of life is approaching. Mm-hmm. But when, I like 
I like knowing it's coming, but at the same time, yeah. just appreciating where we are. And I'm trying to get in a habit of not saying, I can't wait for this or I can't wait for that. I can wait. And yeah. I need to stop saying that expression because <laughs> I absolutely appreciate where I am and what's happening now. And yeah, I find myself saying, oh, I can't wait till she can talk. Oh, I can't wait till she's walking. And it's like, no, I can wait. I'm just going to try and slow it down and appreciate where we are. And, you have to. Um, because once it happens, there's no turning back. But it's funny how we're programmed to, like, once we get one thing, we're like, okay, what's next? Right. Instead of, Instead of enjoying. Let's enjoy what we have. Like, once you have one kid, when you have another kid. Then you have another kid, when you have another kid. Or if you just start dating, when are you getting married? When are you getting engaged? Like, we just need to slow the fuck down. We do. We do. And yeah. it's it takes a lot of willpower and intention to do that because the, the society we live in and where we are is just... They want us to go, 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 buy, 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 do the next thing, get the next thing. This is cooler. It's all about what's next instead of, hey, enjoy now. Exactly. Um, and I forgot to mention that I am pumping three times a day. So that is also sprinkled oh, yeah. in my day. Yeah. And I use the old hand pump. So I'm getting some nice movement time in my little Absolutely. fingers here. And uh, Jill brings home the milk. I bring home the bacon. <laughs> oh, that was that was cute. I like it. Um, so... <laughs> I like how you said this was a season of growth for you. And I, I found this um, blog post about the four seasons of transformation. And I wanted to see if it kind of applied. Okay. So they say summer is a season for reward, celebration, and fulfillment. And that's when we had Lucille. I yes. feel like that was definitely... That's when the Caps won the Stanley Cup. Reward, celebration. So I wanted to see if it kind of aligned to the actual seasons or if we had to kind of... Actually, def- that was late spring, honey. Was it late spring? Okay, so... But still, it's... It's summertime. So that was a season of reward, celebration, and fulfillment for us. So after summer, they said autumn is usually a season for survival, mistakes, and problems. Okay. And I didn't know if you thought that applied to our fall or if you think it was in a different time. Survival, mistakes, and problems. I feel like we're going to be experiencing that soon. I think, yeah. And I know that our listeners may or probably don't know what we're talking about, but there may or may not be changes and I feel like... We're, we're talking about a lot of drastic changes. I feel like we're going to be in survival mode for a little bit. It's I know that going scares to be. you. Yeah. And, and we'll, talk we'll probably talk more about that in a future podcast. We'd like to leave a little cliffhangers out there. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that is certainly on the horizon. And what we're doing is we're trying to get ahead of it. And so we're planning, preparing, and making sure that we have all the information available so that we make good decisions so yeah it's almost like let the chaos ensue (laughs) i like that it says mistakes and i feel like you totally can plan for mistakes if that makes any sense like you can planning ahead to know that there's going to be bumps in the road but you're prepared for the chaos yeah you can't predict the future you can only prepare yourself and i know it's a cliche saying and it's been in a ton of movies and stuff like that but the information you have at hand is how you make your decisions and learning from mistakes in the past or experience that you've had in the past so that you don't make those mistakes again, that's that's all you can really do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're preparing for chaos. and We're going to bring our life jacket and we're going to go on that ship and yeah. we're going to be prepared if we go off board, but, you know. Can I not be Jack? Can you? Oh, gosh. Jack is hot. Leo. Jack died. Don't die on me, Leo. Billy Zane. Yeah. God, what a horrible movie. What? It was I watched so that bad. movie like three times in the theater because I had a Leonardo DiCaprio phase. Oh, I'm, every adolescent girl had a Leo DiCaprio phase. Not everybody. Uh, I would say 90%. All right. Also, Devin Sawa. Shout out Devin Sawa, uh, Leo. We're getting off track. Again. I know. Um, so 
that was autumn for winter. They described it as a season for reflection, hibernation, and planning. Okay. And I definitely think we're definitely hibernating right newborn now. Newborn stage after giving birth, winter. We are definitely hibernating. We are uh, reflecting for sure. We are planning for mm-hmm. sure on the future. Yeah. And it's very slow. It's a very slow time. And I, you know, it's funny. You have to embrace it. Like I am filling a lot of our hours, you know, my hours with with personal growth. But there are days where I feel like there's more things that I can be doing around the house, but at the same time, like I can't do anything outdoors right now. It's, it's mm-hmm. cold as hell. You know, I know our house needs power wash. So I'm kind of like putting together the laundry list for the springtime of, of things that need to get done outdoors. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's probably some things on the indoors that we can do too. But again, we know our life's about to get a lot more hectic mm-hmm. in, the, in the coming months, you know, with Lucille crawling, walking, talking and, and her first birthday coming up. So for me, I, I don't feel as guilty anymore about mm-hmm. not doing certain things because I know that it's about to get crazy. And they have this analogy about fall and winter. It says, well, no apparently productive, it's like both of those times may not be productive to us, are in fact the times when trees send their roots deeper into the soil, regenerating for the spring to come. So even if you don't think you're doing anything or accomplishing anything, just hibernating, resting, and reflecting. You're absolutely, I think, filling yourself up for the seasons to come. And yeah. I think some of us think of those months as, oh, I'm putting on pounds because I'm not outside as much running around or, you know, I'm not eating as well as I usually do. But I feel like these seasons have a purpose and we're meant to listen to the seasons and slow the fuck down to prepare for the other seasons of life that are going to be coming at us. And they may be really chaotic and the weather will be getting nicer and we'll mm-hmm. be outside doing more things. So I feel like there is such a purpose for fall and winter. What advice do you have for the people living in Florida who don't experience seasons? I'm just kidding. Don't oh, answer you that. You know, I have no idea. I, I think I'm sorry. I need to shout out to people who live in Florida and find yeah. out because I don't know what it's like living somewhere where the weather is. It's going to be 60 degrees time. tonight. Get your sweaters. <laughs> God. But yeah, it would be interesting to hear. I love you guys the, in Florida. The perspective of people who live where there's like no seasons, really. Like, what is that? What does that look like for you? Are the seasons still similar mm-hmm. to seasons over here, or are they not? I don't know. That's a really good question, though. It is. I can't answer it though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else we need to dive into with seasons? No, I think we kind of described. And I encourage you guys to kind of jot down or think about what your typical day looks like to see, are you doing everything you want to do? Are the things that you are doing in your typical day, are they filling you up or are they tearing you down? And I'd also say compare it to what you've done in the past and see how you've changed or see how your seasons may have changed just even in the last six months or a year. And then that way you can make the appropriate adjustments for the season that you're in. And I feel like a lot of us may think that, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm not getting anything done. But if you write down what you're getting done, you're feeding yourself, you're feeding your children, you're working, you're reading. Like you think about these little things we do all the day and you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. You absolutely are. Like anything you do for yourself, for your body, self-care, like we already talked about, I feel like our day should revolve around self-care versus our job. Mm -hmm. I feel like we are doing, we are being productive, just taking care of ourselves and our family. And just because if you take care of yourself, you're, 
you know, you're creating that energy to ripple to everybody else, that positive energy. So I feel like write down if you don't think you're being productive and just reevaluate what you are doing and just commend yourself and give yourself grace that you are productive if you are taking care of yourself. And even if you're just evaluating your day now, like if you've never done that before, at least you're doing it now. Yeah. There's no wrong time to start. Absolutely but not. But start today. Do and yourself I- a favor and start today because... You'll learn a lot about yourselves and be able to make adjustments much more quickly and hopefully and start embracing where you're at in life and just thriving. And I think if you have a partner relationship, it helps you appreciate that person more too. Like you just talking to me about everything you're going through with work and, you know, I honestly didn't know how much you were doing. So I feel like if you do this exercise with your partner, a significant other, it helps you appreciate your partner too that like... We are we are doing a lot. And if we're doing too much and we're not taking care of ourselves as well as we thought, then we need to change something. Exactly. And I really want to do this exercise like in another couple months and just to reevaluate what we're doing if we need do to do it at changes. another Gunther and Company dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. With David Bowie singing perhaps in maybe, the background again. Maybe not that this would time. be wonderful. All right. Do you have any resources for seasons of life? Are we, we're gonna... So I did have a podcast to listen to that gave me this idea to talk about gotcha. our day in a life. So I will we'll put that in the show notes. That was, yes, Art of Simple. Wonderful. And um, I have one more resource for our quote of the day. Let's jump into the quote of the day. And I have no... Brought to you by Jilly Kasselniak. <laughs> I have no idea if I'm saying his name right, but it's spelled Z-A-I-D. Zaid. Zaid. And we will put da. his... We, I don't know how to pronounce it. D-A-H-H-A-J. Thank you. He has an amazing inspirational Instagram with so many amazing quotes. Um, so we will put all of his information in the show notes. And his blog is medium.com. Not small, not large. Medium.com. And I, this is a very... Popular content site. <laughs> this is a very long quote. But I had, to, I had to read it all. Like, I couldn't just read a part of it. Stay tuned for the long quote. Oh, stop. It's not Here that long. All of our pain and suffering come from trying to paddle upstream against the current of life. We suffer when we try to attach ourselves to a particular season, the person we were during that season, and the things we thought we had. The truth of the matter is that you never really possess anything. Everything in nature is constantly in flux. Life is found in yielding to the river, yielding to the seasons and allowing the universe to take you on the adventure that it wants you to have. When we embrace every season of our lives fully and stop resisting, we become more alive. Nice. And yeah, I I feel like that just sums it all up. And if there was any kind of take action from this episode, it's to evaluate where you are, the season of life you're in. Are you going with the stream? Or are you fighting it? Embrace it and just make it yours. Make this shit your own. Embrace the chaos, folks. Yes. I think that's it for this week. I think so, too. That was a good ending. I feel like we need some nature sounds right now. We might be able to insert some some in. Birds chirping or I don't know. (laughs) I was going to try and make some kind of sounds, but I might be really bad at it. No, we're not going to do that. But we'd love to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We are so grateful for you guys. absolutely grateful. And we will talk to you again next week. 
Sounds great. See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you like today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.